watching prohibition fall down. Got the grow talk, steady reel back in the bakery. Yeah, How's it smoking. How's it going? Uh, it's going great, dude. Going great. It's smoking strong. I was, I was telling y'all, had one dab this morning, and god damn, was I high. Important thing is to get outside, man. You get outside, you realize how baked you are. I uh, I don't know. For me, it just outside it flows together well. I, being inside with the ceiling above my head, sometimes I realize how baked I am. That's what I did when I got dabbed out with the the Dax tractor. I was like, I gotta go outside, man. No, I think inside you're like nothing's changing, no change of scenery. You go outside, you're like, oh man, this is cool. <laughs> I got it's, uh, things that make you go hmm before you forget in the grow talk official Scotty where I live here in in Maple Ridge British Columbia we just passed a I don't know if it's an ordinance or law but get this if you are panhandling or asking for change you can now get fined a hundred dollars does that make any sense and make you go hmm yeah I guess they wait till the end of the day or something I was on the subway <laughs> and watching the guys come at least on the subway they're pretty cool they come over like there was like a doo-wop uh, you know, folks that came or a uh, comedian showed up on the subway, they walk up and down and I was like, dude, that guy just made like $10 per car. There's like five cars on this, on this subway, you know, on this train itself. Motherfucker's probably making like a hundred bucks an hour. <laughs> I'm down. Right. I'm down if you're playing some music or something, yeah. but that's pretty hilarious to me that the, the council gets together and they're like, well, you know what? Let's just find those guys asking for money. So yeah. a dude on the intervention that made a hundred, <clears throat> it was like a hundred grand a year. Of panhandling in D.C. Oh. Yeah, but the folks that are terrible with money, let's punish them with money. All right. Today's <laughs> show, give you a preview. This is Grow Talk. and yes, help sir. you grow some cannabis. We're going to learn together, learn in public about this lovely plant today. These grower questions are off dudegrows.com. This is uh, the best way to fatten up buds by Sooner Schwab. What do you tell them, Scotty? How do you fatten up buds? Isn't there something we can spray on them, Scotty? The Bloom Booster. Get the Bloom Booster. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as well as Rapid LED Chilled Logic Royal Blue, question mark, by the Myco Psycho. And BioBiz for Beginners, question mark, which is, is really just a general question about nutrients, liquid organic nutrients. We will get into it, as well as what's not going on in our gross. Love so. it. How dare you, sir? You assume. <laughs> that being said, this show is supported by you members. Helping the DGC come in for $10 a month, signing up, making the show happen five days a week. What do you mean, you members? You <laughs> don't want to get the, I'll get in touch with the comptroller, actually. What we have on staff here, guys, we've got about six people, seven people. We've got a great team on all levels, from Bruce Boehner handling the back end with membership and webmaster duties, uh, to us doing the show, to Guru Kyle putting the show together. It takes a team. And you guys coming on at $10 a month, I'm going to shout a few out here right now because I've been trying to shout out all the members coming on these days. Yeah, definitely. Um, give it up to Brady. Brady from Harriman, as well as Caroline from Marysville. Who you got, Scotty? Who you got? Uh, how about Zenesee from Holy <laughs> Hill? I like that, man. That's classy, Zenesee. And Cody from Oklahoma City. Oklahoma, DDC starting to run strong there. It goes, love the show, growing from home. And for a commercial company here in Grand Old Oklahoma, ready to recharge my garden, keep on growing. I love it. I love it. Don't forget to use that members only recharge 30% off coupon. It's, it's me uh, showing my appreciation, definitely. And yeah, I am getting a big grin from ear to ear about Oklahoma. A lot of home <laughs> grows going on there. Uh, the prices are, you know, decent prices coming out. 
Uh, pretty psyched, man. Yeah, I know uh, uh, Aquaponics Steve or Potentponics Steve was over there recently, and I laughed because he sent me pictures from Zimbabwe a couple days ago. I don't even try to keep track of what's going on with Homeboy. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> and keep in mind, you guys, we're trying to help overgrow. We're trying to get everybody growing cannabis. The more people are growing this plant at home, their friends and family, the better place the world is. And that's why we get you started. When you sign up to support the show, you get free seeds from Seeds Here Now, quality genetics. You can get from obsolete alien seeds. You get like five, four or five different strains they pick from to send you out a five pack of seeds. Make sure you get hooked up with good genetics to start your growth. 30% off recharge, Scotty said. You Canadian members, check out the DGC member pack here. I'm, I'm hooking you up with a stick pack of recharge, free seeds, and some stickers when you sign up. Shipped from me out in BC. And then also we got the newsletter coming out soon, Scotty. So everybody else that supported this show as a member, you'll soon get uh, the information on how to get your high-functioning Stoder card as well as some stickers and other gear for everybody that's come out and helped made this happen. Yeah. Yeah. Love yes. it, brother. Love Give it. it. The- Good. Yeah. Go to dudegrows.com under support us. You members, don't forget if you want to see any of your benefits or anything changing or the recharge coupon code on the homepage, go to members only deal and log in. Yeah. And I I always have like a a message that I try to push or one message that I like to promote. That is uh, cannabis a plant. Easy to grow. It's fun to grow. I was just in New York City where you could walk from, you know, miles without seeing green. I mean, it's just a concrete jungle. And if you walk into somebody's house and you see a few plants or in a restaurant, seeing some plants, uh, it's like, uh, you know, it's just like a, I don't know, a sight for sore eyes just wakes you up. Refreshing. Thank you. Thank you. So, I mean, to just grow and learn how to grow, whether it's cannabis or whatever, but grow cannabis because, goddamn, you can smoke it and have some fun. Uh, It's rewarding. And I I hope we're able to help all y'all get a little closer to growing the dank. Yes, sir. I'm going to take you to some dank right now under the latest on dudegrows.com. Under the latest tab, there's dank nugs. And this is the profit from the Canacrat. Because the profit is, what is this, Prodigium Cross with a Rise, bred by Rasta Jeff, grown by me. Day 52 and just starting to get those fall colors. Man, those fall. I love this. my favorite time of the grow right here. It says a sweet orange smell. And from previous smoke, she will uplift you and make you want to do work. I have had strains like that. That's why I kept Island Sweet Skunk around for so long. Um, what is this now? We got LOS labs i know ffj is fermented fruit juice lactobacillus is, is what about labs. los uh man you got me there what do we anybody think? guru os i'm hmm. not sure lacto okay. no i don't know about that one brother and then some recharge rocking all right man looking good you guys get your oh, as subscribed to our newsletter pops up on me do get subscribed to that newsletter it's going out soon um Good looking plant, man. He's gonna get some weight off of this. Yeah. And the canocrat. Is that is that Democrat? Is that what else could canocrat mean? Hmm. Mm. Is he political, man? His p- big, political big. affiliation might just be generally yeah. regarded around cannabis. I like it. I like it. All right, let's get into the grow talk, guys. Grow our questions. These are all pulled off dudegrows.com. And thanks to everybody that's contributing over there. Great comments. Great place to learn to grow or advance growing, all kinds of shit. I encourage people to use the search bar over in the top right at dudegrows.com or whatever you want to look for in your grow, you'll find info. Yeah, and don't forget to keep them comments coming because I like to get baked on the show and just give out free recharge. So come on, which guy? I think me and Guru gave out some free recharge on the show you weren't on, but we weren't Good. sure if we were giving it duplicitous to people. But I said that's how we roll sometimes. So yeah, let you us know what? Know. Make a great comment. It's called reciprocation, brother. And I know All right, this works. question, 
Best way to fatten up buds from Sooner's Schwab. Sooner Schwab. Another Oklahoma folk there. Can you call them Okies? I thought it was bad to call them Okies. Maybe they can only call themselves Okies. I don't know. Just don't call them you people. What's the best way to fatten up buds after week five of flower? I use house and garden newts and add shooting powder. Is this enough or can I do anything else? So working in the grow uh, retail industry, and we joked about a lot on the show in the earlier episodes, Scott, he'd be like, what, can, what do you got for a bloom booster? I got to I gotta fatten up the buds, man. I'm not, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I need to make weight for harvest, you know, especially a lot of people that were growing this plant strictly for um, the black market, which I'm not completely against, but I use like a grower to be, you know, a little bit more in tune with their plants. Some people it, that would just, you know, go it, ahead. It's just a logical question. You know what I mean? If I'm growing tomatoes, when I'm looking at it, I'm looking for something that says heavy producer. If I get little tiny tomatoes coming out, I'm thinking to myself, well, gee, what could I do to make them, uh, you know, bigger? You know, what can I when do he mentioned shooting powder, so first we'll just say that's a basically it's a high phosphorus potassium powder, straight up like a bloom booster. What's the other one out there? There's that white powder called like they're all what zero fifty thirties. Do I have that right? And are are you looking for bulk at the expense of quality? Is always a question you have to be asking yourself. Like, are you going to bulk these plants out and kind of change them metabolically so they're going to look bigger and be denser, but not be as high quality cannabis as it would? Yeah, be by no means. A t- good point, Guru. Does dense bud equal great bud? I mean, if it's strictly a weight situation, but let's talk about it. Number one's environment, you know, before nutrients, before anything else. If your environment isn't dialed, work on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. or, or, or specifically be dialed in with your VPD and the amount of light that you have. Um, you want to make sure that you're giving the plants the right amount of light. And if it, it could be your yield limiting factor is if you don't have enough CO2 in the room either. Yep. That could be what's stopping your plants from like fully bulking out to their potential and still uh, tasting good. Yeah, and your time. lights, the energy, that CO2 is is the food source that it needs to convert that energy into, into plant material. Um, and you, oh, and, and that, that VPD is making sure everything can, it's the exhaust, making sure that you don't have a clogged up exhaust pipe. You got VPD going on, man. That's what you, we call optimization of a photosynthetic system. Yeah, but you want that water flowing up those roots and out those, uh, evol- damn, I can't or, even say it anymore, man. Was it evolia, evola? I can't say the word. We'll, we'll just go with pores on there the other side of the leaves. I like that. <laughs> but what about the, the main concern here for me also is if somebody that uses uh, have a living root, you know, rhizosphere, inoculate with recharge, um, hitting in these high amounts of bloom booster week five or six negative effects on shutting down any type of is it just mycorrhizae that phosphorus affects or is it also anything else with the bacteria, trichoderma? What happens? It's just like in your stomach. When you eat a bunch of sugar in your stomach, it feeds certain microbes. It doesn't kill the other ones. It just feeds and makes some, a certain ones bloom. So the risk you have is is by feeding certain just by making the population go out of sorts, you know, out of balance is is what you risk with all the with adding that much. Uh, that being said. And it depends on if you're using something like a compost tea, which is just native microbes that were in that compost and right. then proliferated out into a tea. Or if you're using uh, microbes that are more, they've been bred to be more targeted and persist in like agricultural systems or horticultural systems where they're not going to die in higher salinity environments. Or there's ones that, that are still able to persist in that environment so that you're still getting the effect from those. And that's where something like Mammoth P or Recharge, um, they're they're designed to work in systems like that, not just in like the forest floor and a native forest somewhere. And I just want to say something also is that a 0-50-30, that's just a proportion. 
That means when you're, when you're making it, you put zero pounds of nitrogen, 50 pounds of phosphorus, and 30 pounds of potassium. If you dilute that 10 times, you make it a zero five three. All of a sudden, it's not so, you know, it's, it's not so dangerous anymore. So well, just remember those reports when they use those shooting powders, they use them like a quarter teaspoon per gallon. So. Yeah. And my, uh, my growing style, thumbs down. Um, I, back in the day, used to use Boom Boostas, but I don't have anything in a regimen now where I'm like, oh, it's time to put this high phosphorus product in. Let's do it. It's, you know, genetics. But is a 053 a high phosphorus product? If you, a if you know, a 053. Like you, you said, it is relevant on how you use it. And, and a lot of the times with something like that, the effect you're looking for from it isn't to get a ton of phosphorus and potassium into the plant. It's to change the ratio of the nutrients it's getting so that it uh, changes the way it's growing. But I saw, uh, just listening to Rasta Jeff's podcast, a cool tip he had. Um, and it was to switch back to 18.6 for the last hmm. week before you're going to cut a plant, a plant where you know the harvest date already for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you go back a week or a week back from that, you start at 18 and 6 again. And the idea behind it is to the light is your energy. If you get more light on the plant, it's going to grow more and have more potential to grow. I'd be pissed off if I was that plant. I'd be like, what are you, I'm supposed to be sleeping, man. What is this? Shit? It's going to start to change the plant hormonally. But where you're just harvesting with a, with, within a week of doing that, it doesn't ever have time for those hormonal changes to have any visual representation on the plant. Yeah. So it's going to bulk out, but it's not going to start to foxtail or do anything as long as you stay within like seven to ten Do you fully days. approve that tip? No I negative do. consequences? Um, are debatable. You need to test it to see okay. the actual like terpene and cannabinoid concentrations that come out. And maybe something hormonally is changing the plant. And it's gearing it more towards vegetative growth, even though it's not showing it. But, I mean, you'd have to do some testing to figure that out for sure. But it definitely can help buds uh, fatten up that last week. All right. Lights the energy, man. It's taking that carbon and that that water and it's making actually it's making uh, plant material with it. So the more light you can give it as that energy, the more it can do that. Until you have light toxicity. Moving on. Oh, hey, one last thing. CO2. CO2 builds big buds. If you can run CO2 through, less important in late flowering, but early flowering, uh, dude, it does bulk them fuckers up, man. It's their food. Yeah, yeah. The carbon is their food. The more carbon you give them, there's, what, 400, 350 in the air. You bust that up to 1,500. You're giving them a lot more food, man. Yes, I will say uh, interesting, and I agree, All right. except we're testing that stuff out. Hopefully, help fatten up those buds. Let us know. Let's go to the next question from the Myco Psycho, titled Rapid LED Chilled Logic Royal Blue. So anything Chilled Logic, isn't that uh, a Grow Mouse product? I thought so. Yes, they are. Grow Mouse okay. designed. All right. It goes, hey, what's up, DGC? Coming at you from Prohibition Land with a question. I'm looking at turning my grow into perpetual growth. Closet for my mother. By the way, I think this is cool as shit. It's a a lot more work, and I appreciate that people trying to do this because you end up, when you hold your own mothers, you're self sufficient. Yeah, you always have some, you know, you could be changing flavors more often. I definitely dig it. You do got to be on your grow game, though. He goes, so he's going to do the perpetual grow closet for my mother's veg plants and maybe a few autos. I'm wondering, does anyone have any experience with Chilled Logic Royal Blue Pucks? And if it would be bad to full cycle an auto under them since they're more blue than red. Okay. 
What do you got? I'll just throw this over to Guru. What is the Royal Blue Puck? It's, is it like Metal Halide Spectrum? Uh, closer to it. Um, it doesn't give an exact uh, like Kelvin rating for the light once it's actually mixed, but it's a blend of 3335 Kelvin white LEDs and then Royal Blues, which I'm pretty sure are 430s. Um, Wait, what the hell did you say? So 33, that's 3300? Is that right? Th- or, yeah, 3,335. 3, 3,000. So that's a pretty red spectrum. Yeah, and that's real with, red. With a lot of supplemental blues in there. And the blues are what? They're, they should be up in the, what, six? Total blue is what, 10,000 Kelvin? Is that right? 12. 12,000 Kelvin. Um, and complete red is right around 2,000. Is that right? Uh, if I want to say complete red is zero. Okay. Okay, HPS lights, that glowing yellow is about 2,400 Kelvin. Uh, blue of... Uh, uh, Shit. <laughs> Blue metal halide is what, around 6,000? Is that right? 6,000, yep. Okay, it's frame of reference, point of reference, sorry. Um, but for this, where it's kind of situational, what you want to do, this is a good veg light. Like, this will veg plants good. Um, it will keep – the main thing where – the reason you want to use blue light uh, in vegetative growing is it keeps your internodal uh, – spacing tighter on the plant. So you're going to have more nodes on the plant, which in turn, when you go to flower, it's going to mean more buds. That's why they used to use the HP. Wait, the HPS makes it squattier? The red makes it squattier, you're saying? No, the blue makes it squattier. Got it. Okay. Got it. Um, where HPS is more geared towards flowering development with the red light that's in there. Got it. Uh, but where you're doing, you're trying to do a perpetual and you plan on flowering out autos in here, plants veg really well under just general uh, white LED flowering lights. Right. Like a 3,000, 3,500, 4,000. You're going to be able to veg and flower under all of those. I would really recommend probably just go ahead and get the flowering light, the 3,000, and veg and flower under that in a perpetual grow. Because perpetual, if you're, you're, the benefit is going to be a lot more to your plants that are flowering in there. If you have the flowering spectrum, then the benefit is going to be to have a blue spectrum in there for veg. It's going to but, it's going to end up being better for you to have the full spectrum uh, more geared towards flowering light than to have just a dedicated veg light in a perpetual garden. But you well, the auto is the only thing flowering in there. So I mean, he'll do okay. It's not like an issue where it's like you're not going to get good flower out of that auto with this royal blue, right? Uh, it's not. It's definitely. The you the advantages in veg are like dwarfed by the advantages of having the flowering light. I would much okay. rather have the a little bit stretchier plants um, and a good flowering light than to have uh, just a little bit leggier plants and uh, or yeah, I flipped that backwards. Yeah, it, it would be, it's better to have that good flowering light that can also veg than a good veg light that's not going to flower that good. Hey, listen to what a stone trout bum says, if I, if I could just jump in. Yeah, says, yeah. Stretch comes from a disproportionate amount of far red, a lack of UV, high temps, and not enough light. says, I run cool white boards, which are uh, weighted towards the blue. I've never had an abnormal amount of stretch. Uh, I trust those to give you high quality, compact buds, and plants. Says, look up Dr. Bruce Bugabee on YouTube. Great name. You can be in my band, brother. <laughs> uh, lots of information he's gathered regarding plant morphology and spectrums. Starring Dr. Bruce Bugabee. Mm, have you given Stone Trout Bomb any recharge lately? I think he deserves it. You're putting down, you're picking up what I'm putting down, sir. Stone Trout and- Bomb, hit me up, man. Scott at realgrowers.com. Claim your free recharge, brother. 
All right. Hopefully we helped out with that. I just remember uh, my reference to growing under straight blue. I grew uh, Island Sweet Skunk under a Hortolux blue bulb. I don't know the Kelvin rating, but it's a, a super blue metal halide for the whole flowering spectrum. And I did lose out on weight, but the quality and the resin production and the terpene profile, whatever you want to call that shit, was fabulous. Now you lose out on weight because a red that HPS can just morph, can just push out more raindrops, more of that PPF, more, more no, of those fo- red, light photons. Red light uh, morphologically changes the way the plant is going to grow. Same with blue light. Uh, it changes the distribution of like the hormones in the plant and where they are. Um, which kind of influences it stretching more, having tighter internodal spacing. But the red light is there because those photosynthetic peaks in the red spectrum are what drive flowering growth in the plant. Got it. Speaking of Rapido, Rapid LED, I did get today officially, actually just before I started recording the show, oh, yeah? the core 85-watt LED bars, those 84-watt bars that I'm going to be doing in the 2x4 tent. So How's it I'm look? Pretty- How's it look as far as assembly? Uh, intimidating? Anyone can do There's, it? These are, these are ready to go, man. Plug and play, my friend. You can link them together. I haven't even opened the box yet, but no assembly on these. Yeah, Rapid LED is a good reminder. They have fixtures that are ready to go, as well as you do it selfers, all kinds of different things from drivers, heat sinks, substrates, all that shit, and coupon code, all that good shit. Coupon code DUDE. Over at rapidled.com, I'll help you out. Check out their gear. Excelente. All right, moving on. I got a comment here. Comment over from uh, YouTube from Crap Shack Co. Huh, I don't know if I, I want buy to shop that stuff, it. man. No, that's that's <laughs> where you get the deals, man. Everything's cheap, though. AKA Harbor Freight. Because <laughs> so, thanks for the vid. Speaking of Scrog, Scrogs, this is screen of green. We have basically to me a Scrog is using some people say a Scrog Scotty is that old Dutch method, like a hundred four by four Rockwell box, right? No, I thought that that's, you could certainly that's a sog. That's a sea of green. Yeah. Okay, cool. A, this a, is a screen sog. Yeah. You gotta it's like take like a screen. If you think about like a you know, four inch, you know, a screen. What am I thinking of? The trellis or something. And yeah, you just exactly. lay a trellis out and you're basically making a flat top of bud. No, All all the spaces are, are filled with, with uh, buds. Crapshack Co. says they're super handy if you have limited access to seeds or clones and if you have limited space. I've been doing single plant scrogs in a 4 by 4 by 7 foot tall tent under a 1,000 watt HID for years, maxing it out, 1,000 watts on the 4 by 4 I always there, prefer the 5 by 5 There's an embarrassing picture of me from like, I don't know, it's actually a video on one of the Scotty Real channels that I can't find the login to, which is me just showing like a two-pound plant. Probably probably, <laughs> yeah, probably a two-pound plant that I just used to scrog the shit out of. I think I was only allowed, what, 24 plants or something. I think I had two 12 licenses, and uh, I made the most of it, man. So, yeah, I know what you're talking about, brother. It goes, uh, okay, under this 1,000 watt for years, and he'd average 15 ounces per run for comparison, which, in my opinion, that's that's almost a pound. Should, I mean, that's not bad. That's at the very low end. That means you're, you're doing okay. You want to get usually a little bit more weight than a pound per 1,000. Um, he goes, for comparison, I can grow four separate plants. Oh, this is where it comes. Four separate plants scrogged or free-growing in the same space and only get around 15 ounces. Ah, 
So like, what's he saying there? He's been doing, oh, the single plant was yielding 15 ounces right. scrog, and then four unscrogged would yield fish. So he's giving the benefit of saying how much weight he gets filling that canopy. Sure, sure. The one thing I will say about growing three or four plants instead of one, you can fill that space so much quicker. If you got four plants in that little four by four or five by five, man, you barely got to veg them. You veg them a few weeks and blammo, every, every 80, 90 days you're, you know, whatever you're, you're harvesting. If you're doing growing big, one big giant plant, dude, you're talking a two month veg. Yeah. And this last sentence here, scrogs are a great way to maximize potential yield of a single plant in a given space, but not nearly as useful for multiple plants in the same given space, in his opinion. Um, I don't like getting multiple plants all scrogged together myself, but nah, just have a good one. That That's when you use the uh, bamboo sticks, bamboo stakes. Bamboo stakes are great if you got three or five gallon plants in there and you want to get multiple tops. Uh, according to Guru, he values his eyes according to the last growth talk. Uh, but seriously, you can have 15 bamboo stakes in a plant. And, I just yeah. want to say, how many commercial grows do you go in and you see them with bamboo sticks? How many grows do you go it's in not and you a see joke. scrogs? You do it long enough. It's like riding a motorcycle. <laughs> you know, You'll be in a room with bamboo stakes long enough, and you really can poke your eye out, man. It's no fun. No, joke. they even have the t- safety tips for them now. I saw somebody selling at a trade show. Like, what are these? They're like, so you save your eye on the end of your bamboo stakes. It's like, okay. <laughs> anyway. It's no joke, man. That company's got to be called Just a Tip, though, right? Thanks, Crap Shack Co. Ooh, pretty good on the fly. Uh, I wanted to remind people the DDC outlet is open. I got a DDC grinder here. I'm wearing a clone only shirt. You guys can hook up, which also has a nice logo down here. And uh, they're members, 30% off in the outlet. There's koozies over there. Uh, there's hoodies. I don't know if there's still Zippos. That was kind of weird, vegetarian Zippos. <laughs> Dude, I'm going to sell some shit right now by just everybody look at your screen. <laughs> what do you buddy, got? Our buddy Paul, uh, Karma Dog. Uh, what is it? Karma Dog. I don't know what the hell it is, man. The guy that makes our merch, damn it. It is Karma Dog. Go ahead. Fucking beautiful stuff. He's just like DGC. He says, you know, one of us. And he's just like, yeah, man, I made these. He's got all this amazing equipment. So he made us these, uh, what do you call these? Arctic or, I don't know, these cups, man. Those insulated cups. This is awesome. It's like Rasta colors. But and how would you describe this, Guru? It's metallic I'd Rasta. I describe it as loud. It's metallic Rasta, and I like that. It's just cool. <laughs> and people look at it, they're like, God damn, that's cool looking. So nice job, brother. I appreciate the creativity. And most of these people, pretty much everybody we have, whether it's Banner that does an amazing job for us, you know, Paul, our merch guy, these guys just volunteer. They're folks that like the show, like growing, and reciprocation is a cool-ass thing, man. They just gave back. So appreciate all y'all's talent. All right. We've got another question here, and this is titled Biobiz for Beginners. It's almost like a beginner nutrient question. Okay. So let's get into it. It goes, um, this is going to be, he wants to know, using Biobiz like a liquid organic, is this going to be any more difficult on a new grower to feed Biobiz instead of Dynagrow? You guys are familiar with what Dynagrow is? Just a straight... That's the easiest one. That's like, I think they have Foliage Pro, which is literally a one part, but they literally have a grow and a bloom. Because I also would feel a little more comfortable feeding the full line with BioBiz than I would with a company like Advanced Nutrients, Dynagrow, or GH. Oh, Dynagrow's sweet, man. Dynagrow Dave, a slightly wacky chemistry guy, man. Would you guys recommend a new grower to use BioBiz? If I go with BioBiz, do I still add recharge? Thanks again. So... I, some people would claim being a synthetic grower as a newbie is easier than an organic grower. Not easier, that- brother. Not easier because if you get organics, if you got the right recipe or someone that guides you, organics is is you know natural and easy. But uh, 
synthetics is something where it's kind of what we're used to. Hey, look, you give them a quarter teaspoon of this. If you give them too much, just give them a whole bunch. You know, wash it out with some water. You know, it's pretty, you know, it's a very simple kind of thing to understand. Organics is a little bit more like, hey, understand how this all works. Well, if you're going to do hashtag no spill, which I've been called, because these are bottled organics. When you get BioBiz has a straightforward feed chart. It's pretty damn hard, if impossible, to burn with. Um, it's easy to use. Using microbes, I never pH'd it. I was using microbes inoculating it, and it was just everything worked fabulous. I yep. say that because the microbes buffer out pH in the root zone. Um, on hey, top that quality is going to be great too. I just I believe in organics. I really do. I just I believe in synganics. Yeah, I've run, I mean, I've run BioBiz outside too. They're full line, and it's. Awesome. It's super easy to use. I don't think I ever pH'd a single time. Just use it at the label rates of everything and recharge following their feed schedule and you will come out with good weed. I was reading this micro book and it just talks about humans being all about controlling things, you know, controlling the environment and whatnot. And that's kind of the way we think with synthetics. But organics is about understanding the way life and the environment, and the soil works and just letting it do its thing. Yeah. So, yeah, definitely as far as that, that liquid organic goes, I give it a thumbs up. Um, and it, it's not like it's try and think why you're doing organic too. I mean, there's other good companies out with great feed charts that are easy to use. Like I use Ramo nutrients, like at eight to 10 mil across the whole board, the whole grow super easy. Um, but you know, let us know what you go with. And if you get further into organics with your teas and all that good stuff. But for me, usually a time given, I'm not brewing anything. I'm not using teas. I'm using a bottled product. And then I compost my bottle in the backyard, Scotty. I love it. I just, I've always been, or I've been really tripping on that, uh, uh, just analogy with your body, where if you eat a lot of organic food, a lot of good food, you're feeding the micro population in your gut. All right. Hopefully you get some good newts rocking. But let's get into what's going on in our grows. <laughs> yeah. All right. I got one I mean, for you. The guru told us your grow is dead. Yeah, I come back from uh, you know, I come back from vacation, and you can't expect to to not hear your grow is dead, right? That's just kinda, is that how it works in your world? <laughs> you know, I'm glad that at least you know it's your not your dog's dead or your goats are dead or you know it's just the grow. So you know that is why I automate everything. That's why I'm a hempy bucket person. <clears throat> I guarantee you, when I go out of town, once this is all set up, I won't have to worry about the grow being dead. Because it'll be auto watered, it'll be all float valved up, and it'll be uh, very easy to run, even for someone as a guest. So, what's your next step in there? Just a good, a deep clean? Do you do a clean between? Uh, you know, it's actually looking really good. We did all the work. I'm just ready to get going on it. But hey, so tell me how you'd answer this question. Banner calls me up today and he goes, Hey, man, do you want any males? Do you want any male plants? And I'm like, No. Like, that scares the shit out of me. And then we start talking about it. He started mentioning, like, he's like, man, maybe you should kind of check out some of the things, maybe do some of the things on camera, like pollination. And uh, you ever think about like pollinating? We we're talking about like what two tone Willie does, where it's like a nano pollination, where you take like a female flower and then you take that or different female flowers you can take or even different branches on them and just literally take a paintbrush with different pollens paint it on there, label each branch, and you get just you get to really play around. You get a whole bunch of genetics. It seems cool. So, so you might you might tinker in that area? I think it might make good content. No, I'm all about, I mean, I got plenty of weed, man. I got weed by the bucket full at this point. So <laughs> yeah, I think I might want to play around with some stuff. So 
Well, yeah, for we'll me, see. it's about, I, mean, we'll I love see. the plant. I love growing it. I usually don't dabble in that arena of pollination and I'll leave that stuff up to the breeders. And I know you can, you don't have to be, you know, fully pro. I mean, anybody can start doing these kinds of things. Uh, I'm more, I'm more like in the geeked out. It's one of the few things in my life <laughs> I geek out with the grow. I'm in my grow. Uh, like I said, my LEDs arrived today. Uh, I fired up my pulse monitor so I could get the firmware updated. Uh, they actually do. They're always working on that shit. They've extended the battery life of it. So I can like, unlike you, maybe if you had monitor going on in your room, you wouldn't come home to death. You could get, you know, phone alerts. Hey, Scatty, this is going on. Come on, help out. I mean, I don't want to be on my screen, man. You know, if I'm on vacation, what, what do I want to be looking at my screen for, bro? <laughs> Guys, well, I can tell you more than that. On the Pulse Guru mentioned VPD earlier. We we're talking about growing uh, big buds on the first question, having everything dialed together. This thing will give you, you know, measure your VPD parameters. It'll, you can put in there to offset for your leaf temperature and air temperature and all these different things to see back the entire grow every day, every minute, every environmental parameter, humidity, temperature, lights on, light went off. Why did the light go off at this time? Notify me. A really great, great way to keep track of its insurance policy. Straight up, it's insurance policy for everything else you do keep your grow going. So check them out at getpulse.co. Coupon code DUDE will hook you up. What else is going in my grow? Um, I got to clear the space for it. I got to get some stuff as I'm looking over to my, my other side of the studio. Yes, sir. Ready and uh, consider what to do. Anybody want to chime in on odor filtration? I used to be a can filter, can fan user back in the day. Right. Trying to vote with my dollars. Uh, they're owned by uh, Scott's Miracle Grow now. So see what else is out there. There's, I've heard of different options for odor control that aren't even involving fans and air movement through charcoal. I want to research that because what it needs you, to be really quiet. What if you buy a can fan, but you just don't like it and you just don't be happy about it? Man, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes you ain't got no, uh, no choice. All right. We got magic microbes coming up. I'll remind you guys, I forgot to tell you, member Seeds Here Now is supporting the $300 Seeds Here Now gift card. Uh, next Grow Talk. Next Grow Talk will announce that all members are automatically entered into that giveaway, whether you just signed up today, yesterday, or four years ago, as well as a friends list today featuring Farmhouse Hemp, Luke, Fort Collins Boy, uh, making a fine CBD oil out of pressed rosin from Colorado sun-grown CBD flower. Yes. Uh, as well as some pet products over there, some beef-flavored CBD I have seen with my own two eyes. Uh, no bullshit. That's <laughs> what CBD will do for my old 16-year-old dog, so consider it. Uh, coupon code DUDE over at Farmhouse Hemp as well. Lastly, before Magic Microbes, more seeds, Scotty. Love it. The orange, I believe the orange gasm, I think, is still going. Uh, from iRegenetics over on the homepage, Dude's Door Prize, we were giving away the Orange Gasm from iRegenetics. Yeah, what a great friend of the show. Actually, I'm telling you, he's giving me all sorts of breeder advice and good stuff, man. It'll make your toes curl. <laughs> those are all feminized seeds. And if you miss out on that one, we're always having seeds as the door prize. We're always trying to hook the growers up in the DGC. Anybody can enter the door prize, guys. DGC or not, new, new user on the site, just come on over and check it out. Yes, sir. All right, let me let me get you into the magic microbes. Okay. This one's interesting. All right. It says recharge has made me think about microbes and bacteria a lot lately. Mm. Is this recently? You? I remembered an episode of the Freakonomics podcast where I have not heard of that one. You have to check it out. Oh, Freakonomics is excellent. Where I heard about how each person has a bacteria civilization that lives on our skin. 
And that back and that bacterial civilization is passed to us from our mothers with some additions from the real world contact. I've been told that I have a green thumb as has mother and my grandmother. Could it be that green thumb is merely a prevalence of beneficial bacteria on our skins leading to happy plants? It could be potentially scientifically proven old adage. Just what I've been thinking about while smoking. That's I'm awesome. Like the bacteria passed on because there, I have like I don't know there were full results, but studies about um, bacteria and beneficial bacteria from people that were born uh, through the vaginal canal versus C-section. Yep, it's true, and, man. Very true. I think well, that's that's more like your initial immune system than you have. Okay. Um, but you're getting your microbes, and there. and you're getting your microbes. But if I had to guess why people down a family line will have green thumbs. It could be more that your mom and grandmother were in the garden all the time and had good it's, soil microbes on them from being in the garden all the time, or you were in the garden all the time with them. So I don't know. You'd have to do some it's testing. Visiting. Could, what did I see? design an experiment to see if this is true or not. So my, my kids should be good at Legos then? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, good at plastics. It's, it's in what you do. Every time I visited my grandpa... He, he had a cool garden going. He's a gardener. My dad always had house plants in the house. He didn't have too much of a garden going typically. My grandma on the other side, the, the German side, they had to grow. They had like five, six kids so they could have them run the farm, you know, the potato cellar and root cellar and all that shit. Right. I think it's in you, but this is super interesting about I, I do believe we, we're like we're just like the vehicle for like bacteria. Like right? oh. they're all over so much bacteria in us, on us. Oh, you're not kidding, man. You're not kidding. They're th- I'm telling you, they're everywhere. Why do you like, think? Why do you think people lose so much weight when they go on antibiotics? And that's all of, that weight is just dead gut biome microbes. Ooh, that is so new diets. <laughs> so great. You don't want that diet, brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, this interesting conversation uh, is brought to you by Recharge. Drink a shot of Recharge each morning for your gut. <laughs> but, but check it out, Real Growers Recharge. Don't uh, drink a shot of hey, Real Growers Recharge. I was each thinking morning, about the please. gut. The gut bacteria you were talking about, you know why you have all those bacteria? They're these little globes, these little around organisms that are living because that's surface area. So they solubilize nutrients. That's what they're actually taking nutrients from your organic or non-organic food. It doesn't matter, man. Those bacteria are pulling the nutrient away. And the more bacteria, the more surface area to make contact with the nutrient, the easier it is to extract it. It's the same in your soil. So when you load your soil up with tons and tons of these bacteria or just trillions and trillions of them. It's more surface area for the nutrients to stick to. It's more, uh, uh, yet more nutrients absorbed and held into the soil and plant available. Oh, yes. Very interesting. I always like to look (laughs) at my, my skin, even with a, uh, like a 60 times loop on the, with USB to the computer screen. Right. Pretty trippy. I hate it. And I just like, I got problems, man. I look at my skin. I'm like, how'd you get old, man? It is happening. It is happening. <laughs> All right, guys. Hope you enjoyed the show. Let's do some shout-outs here. Check everything out at dogrows.com. Don't forget to, what do you say, Guru? Share. Like, like, follow, subscribe. Do anything you can. Yes. Help yes. Do everything you can to help spread the word of the show. And uh, let's do some shout-outs to some members here. I got Terpene King and Dis Garden. Yeah. D-I-S Garden. About Illuminating Dreams. You should hook up with Terpene King and Dear Dabby. Hey, what's up, Dear Dabby? Main Grower One and Frosty the Grow Man. <laughs> Kiwi Gunja and Mr. Burns. Har Toker 
and 247420. Yeah, <laughs> right. that's like my phone number, man. All right, guys, stay higher, my friends, and we'll catch you with some more Grow Talk. All right, take your easy, dude. Some people love to blaze up the deck. Yeah, we get happy for noon. And with the boss man to take a little break. That means we're lighting up a dude. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good boss on, on, on. It's just weed. It's just weed. In my toolbox, there's a bone. Some people start their day off with a pill. It's what the doctor says to do. They shake their heads and natural medicine. Go ahead and try something new. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to keep the good vibes on. It's just weed. It's just weed. I like to smoke it out me Just look at how he's being paid.